This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at nine ninety nine each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. 
This is your host, Chris. No! God, please, no! No! I know. I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris. <laughs> All right. How are we feeling? Job done. Wasn't pretty. Wasn't exciting. But we're through to the fourth round. That's all that matters. And we are not going to be the news of a Premier League club being knocked out by the team that sits 92nd out of 92 teams in the top four teams of the Football League. So we have got that to thank, be thankful for. Wasn't pretty, but let's be honest with you, Gillingham were never going to make it pretty. You know, their, their, their manager was saying, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about heroes. And we didn't want to let them be heroes. And, yeah, they played well, but they had a, had a back five, um, which at times was a back eight or nine. <laughs> we just, you know, we, we had to be patient. And like I say, if we'd won six or seven nil, we'd have still only been through to the third round. So, yeah, it... it, it uh, you know, we say job done. Anyway, the current, and I'm just smiling because I'm just going to go through the current scores for you. And I can see Brad will be waiting and we'll get him in in a second. I think he might smile at this score. Blackpool 1, Nottingham Forest 0. Oh, dear. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Boreham Wood 0, Accrington Stanley 1. Bournemouth 1, Burnley 3. Bloody hell, Burnley cannot do a thing wrong this season. Uh, Chesterfield 3, West Brom 2, Fleetwood Town 1, Queen's Park Rangers 1, Hull 0, Fulham 1, Ipswich 1, Rotherham 0, Middlesbrough 2, Brighton and Hobart, sorry, Middlesbrough 1, Brighton and Hove Albion 2, Millwall 0, Sheffield United 2, and Shrewsbury Town 0, Sunderland 0. I just want to repeat that. I'm sorry if you're in Luke. I can't tell if you are or not. I'll just say it again. Blackpool 1. Nottingham Forest nil. But this is the post-match show. We are going to be looking at the third round of the um, FA Cup, which we managed managed to negotiate. But girls and everybody else, you've been asking for him. You've been saying, where is he? Where's he been? Where's he been? Well, I'll tell you what, my bin is outside next to everybody else's bins, and the council usually come round Friday, so it's always going to be there ready for them. That's where our bins is. Have you been asking where uh, Brad is? Well, he's back. Yes, there you go, Brad. Cheers, cheers, cheers for that one, mate. Oh dear. I know you. I know you love that. Let's just have it again. I think it deserves another show. I told him not to put that picture on the internet. Uh, well, I mean, you, you know, your mum sent it me from St. Ives. Apparently that's oh, wow. Well, that, does that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Good evening. How, how the devil are you? So, Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody that's joining us in the comments. And uh, I feel a bit better because the, uh, the Leicester losing avalanche is, is kind of been put to a halt. Run for the cup double, mate. It's happening. Bring it home. Rogers is a genius. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. let's just well, be happy for once. Hey, can I just say, if I didn't know that you know <laughs> Macedonia and Belgium, I'd uh, I'd get excited by your prediction for a cup double. How <laughs> anyway. um, we're doing in the predictions league, though, Chris? Yeah, but you're useless at internationals, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I know, right? Okay, okay, fair, fair enough. 
Actually, actually, we, we, we did because we had midweek games, didn't we? And I, I suppose I think I've had a man that we've just done. Actually, um, it all went all it was all a bit up and down all weekend. Um, you got two scores right, Liverpool and Manchester United Bournemouth. Uh, Steve got one right, which was Manchester United Bournemouth. I got one right, which was Chelsea Manchester City. So it ended up that Steve, because of course we all got other results, sort of, we got the outcome right rather than the result. Um, Steve ended up with six points. Yeah. Brad ended up with eight points. But Chris, well, I got that one right and I got quite a few of the outcomes right as well. I got seven points. So ah, you won this week. Well by done. One point. You are now on 100 points. Uh, just. Oh, I'll raise the bat. They are a century. He's brought it up in classy style at the halfway point of the season. Or oh, call him the Benjamin Stokes of the Prediction League. He's <laughs> he's raced away to hundred. Yeah, yeah. You have you have your moments. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not showing off at all. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm not backing because <laughs> it will get wrong. I know. No, I, I would never have accused you of showing off much. Um... <laughs> me, me, Chloe. No, not not in my vocabulary, mate. In fairness, in fairness, after after <laughs> North Macedonia and Belgium, you you deserve a gloat. So well done, well done. I think we're pretty much. I mean, Steve's on seventy eight, I'm on ninety four, and you're on a hundred. So that's how it stands at the moment. Of course, we don't include um, FA Cup weekends on this. Say a few hellos. Gray is in. We're in the hat. We are. And to be honest with you, mate, that all that matters. Um, you know, if we are, if we'd won 6 1, 7 0, we'd still be in the hat. So we're in. That's, that's the thing that matters. Um, Doug says we are ball 21. One of my lucky numbers, that man, and my lucky numbers. The draw is tomorrow evening, by the way. Uh, David says, wasn't the greatest performance, to be fair, but we move on. I often wonder how much of an advantage it is for lower league teams to play home when their pitch isn't the best as it was today. It looked all right, to fairness, the the pitch. Uh, and it's where England women used to play. So, uh, Rene, hi, Chris, how are you? I'm very well, mate. I hope you are well. Marcus is in as well. Good evening, Marcus. And, uh, Gray, you are a total and utterly gentleman, sir. Just like Tesco, every little helps. That's what I used to say to my wife every night. But, um, but I appreciate that. But thank you very, very much. Very kind of you. Um, Rennie says, when are we into round four? We're into it now. We've won. That's why we're through. Um, all round forest. <laughs> yeah, Luke's in talking to... Boris, Luke, what's happening, mate? What is happening? Half time. Um, Gray, Brad's back. Thumbs up. Yes. When he, 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 you know, people love you, Brad. What can I say? Um, when I we know, having... it's just it's just a habit I have, apparently. Yeah. 
um well we are going to start a brad fan club it's just five pound to join and you do get a signed photograph of him dressed as jesus um you reckon we're going to be facing southampton already we shall see we shall see uh grace says happy new year to you brad um happy new year mate hope it was good one um many says do you think we'll win the fa cup and happy um and happy new year to you um, I don't see why not. It would it would do it again, wouldn't it? Kind of look over a bit of a grim season. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that grim a season when we won it, obviously, but you think it was the way some fans remember it with with uh, with it yeah. in terms of the league position. But why not? You're in it to win it, as they say. Why can't we? Um, Luke says the FA wasn't irrelevant when you had to open. Yeah, wasn't irrelevant when you were having your open top bus parade in round four last year, was it, mate? <laughs> That's the only thing they've celebrated in it in a while. Oh dearie me! Oh, this is gonna this is gonna last the whole show. But uh, look, we we we're through. Um, really, Chris thought it would be at least a tenner to join. <laughs> well, it's a special offer. It's a special offer uh, for a tenner. You get the only fans yeah. picture. Oh, not look. No, they've they, they, they took them off. It's not. It's not acceptable. <laughs> look, that was the starting lineup. I mean, what did you, what did you think of it? I mean, I looked at that and I thought, fair play, because we have got Newcastle away on Tuesday in the League Cup. Um, that lineup should have been enough to beat Gillingham, which obviously it was um, at the end. Two up front. But they, I, I was, I was pleased with that lineup. Yeah, I was fairly pleased with it. I, think, I mean, obviously, a little bit to it was forced. It was definitely nice to see Dakar on the bench as well. That was something of a relief. Mm-hmm. It was only a couple of days, uh, days ago. We was told his injury wasn't as bad as they first feared. So I was thinking, oh great, okay, so he'll miss the cup game. He probably won't play against Newcastle, um, but he'll be fit for the. The, the, the forest game but no he got he got a run out today as well so yeah i know we'll get on to the subs of that later on in the show but yeah it, it was a team that i was very happy to see line up for the the occasion yeah yeah um i, I tell you i mean funnily enough uh, me and um me and craig did a, a you know predicted teams lineup and i think this is the best we've actually ever done we actually got eight out of the 11 players correct or Albeit the fact that we did have uh, all Brighton defending, but talking of the defenders, um, I've got to give a huge shout out to Brunton McAteer. Yeah, they they did well. But I mean, the first half, there's not really much to talk about if we're being perfectly honest about it in terms of a KG affair. But they were a little bit nervous at times. You you could see them trying a little bit too much. But once they settled into the game, uh, it was a completely different performance. One they did really well, and you know, I know I know technically Vardy will get the assist given to him, but the work that Makita did to to the goal yeah. to separate the two proves he's you know he's he's doing well in his development. Oh yeah, I mean. You know, all right, it's difficult to say because we were playing, and no disrespect to them, but we were playing the team that was 92nd out of 92 teams in the four divisions. 
that said, you know, every time I, was, I looked at the screen, it seemed to be uh, McAteer, uh, sorry, Brunt, I think it was, on the right, just <laughs> pinning the balls into the, um, you know, in, into the box. It was like him and um, all Brighton were having a competition who could get the most crosses in. And, and um, McAteer on the other side, he was just trying to do his best to get onto the end of them. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange first half. And almost expectant, to be fair, and in, in a weird sort of way. I think we all feared the worst, because we do. We've we've had it happen yeah. to us. We know our history. We're not going to mention the teams. We know them. We're all Leicester fans. Um, and we also know that these, these are the games that are put on the TV like we were for a reason. Leicester, you know, it's just happened to fall for them as well, that Leicester are out of form. Because we were in good form when this was originally done, I believe, the draw. So, yeah. you know, it shows you how it can get more and more interesting. It's what it's what these days are made for. The magic of the cup stems from these sort of games going the way of the underdog. And yeah. to be fair, they just dug in. They got confidence behind it. And you can only beat what's in front of you, whether it's 92nd in the entire of the English divisions. Well, you know, apart from obviously the Vanarama and that, but, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you've got to beat them and that's what mattered come 90 minutes let's face it we'd, yes we'd have liked to have won the game 4 or 5 nil, mm. and be cruising at half time but I think everybody would have taken that before they went to Gillingham or watched it on the TV yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think I think we would, but like I said, you know, had, had we had we won that, um, we would have still only have still been in the hat. You know, it it would have just been more comfortable. Victory, yeah, of course. You know. Uh, and I, I mean, I was doing the watch yeah. along with um, with with Doug. I think that's the first watch along I've done with Doug, where Leicester's actually won. Um, and you know, he was impressed by right. by the youngsters. Um, and then he said, you know, that they had a game. They played five at the back, although at times it did seem like eight or eight or nine. Um, but fair play to them; they went with yeah. the game plan. And the longer it went on, the more difficult we knew it was going to get for Leicester and the nerves would start sort of creeping in. Um, but it was just a case of we had to, you know, we, we had to break them down. That was, you know, that's how you play against a lower league team. Yeah, you've got to. And look, with the greatest respect to teams in and around that league, and it doesn't matter if you bottom off it, it is what it is, you get these games where... You know, as a neutral, you probably watch the Gillingham Leicester game going, you're watching it thinking, keep it interesting as long as possible. And if the inevitable happens and the big side gets the goal, don't watch Gillingham get battered. Because that's what the neutral watches these games for. If there was yes. any non Gillingham and Leicester fans tuning in, they were, they were either hopeful of a, a banana skin or it was respectable. And that's what they got. They got the, they got the option B in the end because. Gillingham put in a low block and they did exactly what you do. You have to push straight aside and, and you've got to give credit, take you know, take the league gap position out of it. You've got to give credit to the lads because they kept the focus. We've seen that's hard to do over the last few weeks. They get nervous and that's why we probably came into this with a little bit of anticipated nerves. But, you know, you've got to give them credit because they did put in a performance as well. It wasn't, a, you know... I, I just feel like the only thing that, that tilted it in our favour was that goal because their legs went a little bit. And when you've had a sucker punch like that, it hits you t- twofold. And you just felt 
that maybe that because I felt then that we we really did control the game and we could have got the mm. scoreline that some people wanted. So it's it's one of them for me that I think you you have to take it with a pinch of salt because they're ninety second league, but you have to just judge it on how we've been recently and right. and just be thankful that we've got like it done. You say, like you say, we all know the teams that um we've come a cropper against um in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and what I didn't want to do was this was this was prime. I mean, you know, their manager who I think was managing. I think I read it. it was man, he was managing Millwall when Millwall put us out, um, and I just didn't want us to be, you know, yes. the news, if you like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I remember think, what I remember I one, one year we got uh, we got knocked out quite uh, quite badly by a by a, a, a lower league team, but then Manchester United did us a favour and went and lost a, a four 0 I think it was to Milton Keynes, <laughs> so because that got all the news. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I say, was this a game? Do you think where um, it was the result was more important than the performance? I know I often say I want to see a performance and I don't mind if we perform well and lose, at least we've tried. But I think today, the the result, we didn't want to replay, did we? Let's be honest. No, we didn't. And I think today was always going to be about the result. You know, and like I said, we, we've come a cropper to it before. And... I think if this is played with Leicester beating or getting some points over these last three games, I think it would have been a different game. I think we'd have got a different result. But no matter how you want to dress it up, your confidence goes into every game. And it, yeah. these lads would have been a little bit heart in mouth going into this one. And and apart from a few heart in mouth moments that we had to suffer as fans, I think we actually did it with consummate ease to a point. And... and mm. And that's probably the more pleasing thing because, yeah, all right, we didn't get the goals all that to make make the fans sit a bit more comfortably or stand if they have to, um, a bit more at ease with only with it only being one nil. But if you really look at the ninety minutes, we're fairly in control of of what we did about it, and it, it was one of them that in the end, one nil was enough, and it was probably beneficial all round. Some players that might leave got to showcase something. Um, the youngsters get their chance to play reasonably fairly well, I would say. And yeah, it was, it was exactly what we needed, really. It was. It was. And we'll, we'll obviously go through the player ratings later, but I called it with... Um, the, the. I mean, in fairness, Craig called it with um, McAteer playing. Uh, we both called Iverson in goal. Uh, Brad, um, your Brad, sorry. Doug was saying that, um, you know, Iverson could have taken a picnic on the field. He wasn't really, apart from once or twice, bothered really during the game. No, he wasn't, but he'll take it. If you told him he was going to play for the rest of the season and he wasn't going to concede again, I, mm. I don't think he cares that it's not his second place, Jimmy he doesn't yeah. care. He 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 didn't have to do a lot, but that's when you can be more tested, especially as a young goalkeeper. Because you make a mistake and mm. suddenly they come into the king power in a one or draw. You know, that you know, like 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 the whole game felt, Chris. It was 
if you were to grade it, you'd give it a C, C minus if you want to be American mm-hmm. or whatever, and give it that that twinge because it wasn't brilliant, but they did enough to pass the test. Yeah, and you could say that yeah. about the whole entire squad, to be fair. And Vestergaard and Soyuncu at the back um, did what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, we know they're capable centre-backs. I mean, it's a bit greatly exaggerated that they're horrific in all departments. I know that's probably not the case for Soyuncu, but we've been, and rightly so, we have been critical of Vestergaard. But again, two players that seemingly time at Leicester is done. Uh, especially it seems with Soyuncu in terms of a pre-contract or something is is, is a big talk. Mm. But um, yeah, you just it was a good performance that was needed um, from them all, and it, like I said, it's done them no harm, whatever the causes or whatever their journey remains here at Leicester to yes. get a bit of a look in and go. Well, you know, I kept them quiet. Hmm. That's yeah, all we can and do, and really. What they did at Stockport. Uh, I mean, at times, I've got to be honest with you, <laughs> it was a bit of like, just kick the ball out, will you? <laughs> you know, we, we couldn't seem to get it out of our uh, out of our penalty box. Um, um, but in fairness, it was good to see for me. I, I saw Vestergaard just whack it. He literally almost punched a, <laughs> a, a colleague out the way and just whacked it into Rose Ed. Uh, so there was a few scary moments not, I don't think that I could see them scoring, but it was just like the defence was all over the place. Um, but, uh, yeah, as Grace says there, at least they were focused, Cags and Vestergaard. They did, again, they did what they had to do. It, we, we've seen it happen so often in these games where you lose it 1-0 and, you know, it's the giant killer and what have you. Um, and we managed to avoid it. But this is what um, Brian, who does my match report for me, uh, said. Um, With City making eight changes, the side put out was certainly strong enough to have won the game more comfortably than they did. Is is that a bit? Is that fair, or is that a bit? um, I think that's a bit unfair, to be honest with you. I think a confident Leicester would have got three or four. I think you could show there was a few moments of indecisiveness. And to be fair, they nullified us just as much as we nullified them. We didn't have too many clear-cut chances. But there were some opportunities for miscommunication. I can probably forgive Nacho for one because he's literally just scored a few minutes ago and he's feeling, right, I want to go and bag a few here. That'd be ideal. Um, I mean, two up front and we won, but we'll we'll touch on that at a... It's a later point in the show. But, you know, there was a few indecisive moments, some cross-come shots that I think on another day, the striker makes a better decision in the past with one of Vardy's and another one of Nacho's, where they the better incident is, is, is used or, or the, you know, the finishing's there is a bit more crisper because they were a bit indecisive. And that, that shadowed through from the recent results we've been having with that, a bit of indecision in that final third. So, yeah, he's probably right. They could have, but I think it's one of them where if you were to describe Leicester getting through this, if you said to somebody, based on current form, if I tell you Leicester are going to win against Gillingham, how is it going to happen? Before a ball's kicked, they'll probably say, scrappy 1-0. Hmm. They'd probably say it, because I think if Leicester are going to get through it, I can imagine it's going to be by a 90th-minute winner or something like that. 
To, oh no, totally. And good afternoon, Scott. Hope you are well as well. I mean, there was one. I mean, and I, and I think it was Gray ag agreed with me. I mean, Gray's very much, you know, saying Vardy is past it. Um, you know, he's a spent force. Maybe he's got to adapt his game a little bit more. Maybe he does need that other person with him. You know, up, up, up a side of him and play two up front. Um, we know it probably won't happen, and we'll be going back to one on uh, one on Tuesday. But there was a there was a time when I mean, he was it was a great breakaway by Leicester. We really really hit them on the break, and Vardy it was put into Vardy, and he was he, like you said, it was so indecisive that. He just the chance went completely, and the ball ended up back in our own half, where a, 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 a Vardy of a you know twelve eighteen months ago would have just hit that first time on his left foot, and it would have probably gone in. Yeah, but if Vardy has scored five or six Premier League goals this season, which we've become very accustomed to at this point, he's normally got you know. Six to eight goals at this point, I feel. Um, on average, I'd say, you know, I'm not for not for someone who's not a statistic man, you know, I'm, just, I'm good at making them sound like I know what I'm talking about sometimes, but no, you know, <laughs> seriously, a more confident Vardy probably does take that chance where he kind of it wasn't a cross and it wasn't a shot. That one, I feel he probably scores that another day. There was a chance, I think, he had, um. I think it was in the Liverpool, was it in the Liverpool game? It was either the Liverpool game or the Fulham game, which I only caught the highlights of. Um, but he could have put them away. So, again, Vardy's a confidence player, and I think we forget that. Um, it just wasn't to be that he'd score. I think his role changed this season, and, it's, and the only way it's going to fully change is two up front. Because yeah. Vardy now becomes that guy who can get in behind the defence, hold the ball up whilst Nacho or Daka, whoever's alongside him, can get that run because that's that's the role Vardy's just going to have to take right now. I, I think if we don't start passing the ball with the goals and demanding and expecting them from elsewhere, then we're going to be royally stuffed next season. Yeah. Uh, Scott says it, it was it was um, it was Brunt on the right um, and Brighton on the right side of the pitch. Just so they were like for like hoofing the ball into the eighteen yard box first half. I was impressed with Brunt though. I mean, to be honest with you, that's what Vardy needs, and you know, yeah. a bit more experience for Brunt. And you know, he would have. All right, a Premier League team might have gobbled the the, the, the balls up, but you know he was getting some good balls into the box, and like you say, you know, on, an, on another day and a bit more experience for the guy, and you know, you, you're setting Vardy free. Uh, I was really impressed with with him, and like I can say with McAteer on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, and and people might be moaning it, but like I said there. You're gonna get a diff. You have to now realise, and I think maybe even Vardy has to realise. Especially Mr. Rogers needs to realise that you need to, to if you still want to make Vardy a Premier League player that's still able to do this in the background for at least another year, then 
you need to find that way to utilise him better. And that transition to being the striker that can hold, get him behind, hold it up and make a killer pass and get an assist. Because we know he can do it because he's done it He's done it throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get that sort of two-man up front partnership that we have seen work well in effectiveness. And you know what? He can still grab himself a goal from them areas, especially if we hit the ball early to him. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, Chris, you obviously watched the game. You did the watch long for it. I've only caught highlights and, and, and read reports. But despite the chances we seem to have against Fulham, a lot of balls were played over the top to try and hit Jamie Vardy, it sounded like. It seems like it's also something that Brendan maybe has already picked up on because we are trying a different approach to get Vardy in the game quicker. We are, but just sometimes he is he is so isolated. And when he's up there on his own, let's be honest with you, one strike up there on their own is very easy to mark. Yes, yes, they are. You know, and, uh, you know, Kane, let's be honest with you, how, how often do we say, you know, Tottenham, Kane's having to come back deep to just pick up the ball? You know, you know, I've I've questioned Vardy a few times and you said, look, he's not always getting the service. Well, yeah. he was getting the service today. And like you say, on any on a few other days, he'd, he'd have probably got a couple of goals. Um, yeah. Talking of goals, Inacho goal. I mean, I like I like Inacho. I've got I've got to be honest with you. And at one point, he did something an R.I.P. Belly Pele, but um, he, he he had a Pele moment where he went to back heel it, didn't back heel it, and uh, and went forward with it. And it's like, oh my god, if only he could have scored from there. But I'm pleased for the lad. He got the goal. It was deserved. But my God, their goalkeeper had a had a bit of a, bit of an Allison moment, didn't he? I don't know if you saw that at all. Yeah, he had a bit of a rush of blood to try and come out and stop that going across it. But McAteer put in a you know credit to him. And again, I know the assist will read Vardy, but he sees the keeper spreading himself, and he actually, I think he deliberately hit that into the turf. I think he deliberately went about putting it into the turf so he knew it'd skid up and bounce up because the turf was a bit slippery, you know, and, it, you know, it was a good pitch, but it did have a bit of a skid on, it seemed. And, um, then, you know, that, that's what it needed um, to be, obviously, to, to be, win ugly in that case. Yeah. But Nacho got the goal. That would do him a wall of confidence, which he may have been a bit bull greedy for one of his chances. He had a couple of minutes afterwards, but... Mm. Yeah, it was nice to see. It was a good working goal, to be fair. It was, it was. Brighton has just scored another to go 3-1 up against Middlesbrough. And Bournemouth have got one back against Burnley, so it's now 2-3. Stats tend not to be so important when you've won, because you've won. (laughs) What does it matter? But, I mean, you know, 70% possession. And I I know there's always the... No, Burnley just scored again, so it's 2-4 now to Burnley. Um... Let me get the scores out, please, Burnley. Come on, give me, give me a break. Uh, but no, seventy um, percent possession to Leicester, and obviously, we—I know we won the Premier League with the least ever possession, uh, you know, of any club before us. But if we have got the ball and they haven't, they can't score. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and again, apart from a few heart in mouth moments. I don't think I, I think Iverson made one save the entire game and it was straight at him. Um, yes, it had that mini period where they seemed to get a little bit further away from the corner flag, 
with their chance because they weren't having clear cut and close chances. I think they had one that was only about four yards wide of the post. And, and look, these teams do that against the Premier League, so I don't know. They go one or two ways, either at you, and it's an even matchup for possession because they're trying to nick it all up high up the pitch, or they sit back and they try and frustrate you, which is which is the way they went about it. And that's why Leicester, you know, like minus a few height amount moments, and that was just natural being given our form as well and what we're capable of. Mm. You know, that that's that's why we controlled the game so well in the possession. Yeah, I mean, 14 shots we had to their seven, six of which were on target to their three, and seven corners. You know, it again, Doug said this, you know, it was just it was a case he felt of when rather than if we were going to get the goal. Yeah, it did feel like that, and obviously, of course, obviously, the longer it went on, the more, um, the more it doubted, but to be honest with you. There's a reason we're talking so much about the second half. It's because there was nothing really that went on in that first half from either clubs. Mm. So, you know, we, you look at it that way and then you go, well, at the end of the day, from the 45th minute onwards, because we could have scored within a few minutes of that, of, 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 of the restart. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, within 10 minutes, we managed to open the door and, and get the goal. And it was it was fairly comfortable in the end. It yes. was it was I never ever once felt like oh we're gonna lose this game now. No, no. I I, I couldn't see them scoring. Even even when we're having like no. say the panics in, in the defense, um I just kind of knew yeah, we were gonna we were gonna hoof it clear and it wasn't gonna be the best defensive play I've ever seen, but I didn't care, you know, it was just literally was hoofed out the way. Um Face like, if you like, to say, to say, uh, yeah, <laughs> to do what he's like. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, the worst thing that could have happened is that they could have got a goal, I got the first goal. Then I think we may, we may well have struggled. Um, yeah, you know, but but we didn't, we you know, we got that first goal, then they had to come at us. But of course, they were then going to be leaving gaps at the back, and we, you know, we did start to get on top of the game at that point. I think, and uh, I'm not saying we, we. I think we had an. I think we had probably had another gear. Yeah, we we definitely seem to have that about us, and like I said earlier in the show, it's it's hard enough for for you to go out. At a side when you're the clear, clear underdogs like Chilton would have been, and and they're putting on a fantastic display, being resolute defending and, and frustrating us. But when the goal came, it's like I said to you, it, it's you you can kind of go one nil down in, in Premier League versus Premier League, and you think, all right, we've got time, we can still turn this around, and you don't see it not the wind out your sails as much. But when you're struggling, you know, the fitness levels have been really tested and put and you're getting pushed and then you get a sucker punch for a goal. It's it's not easy to take. And you know, you've got to give credit to them to say they're ninety second. Yeah. Um but I, again I, I I never felt it was one of them where the comfortable performance probably didn't match up the scoreline for a change. It's probably the only stats you didn't matter no. in terms yeah. of good creative chances anyway. I lived in Blackpool for um, just nearly two, well, just over two years. 
Um, speaking of speaking of Blackpool, they're two 0 up. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm going to say I remember going to what was the old Bloomfield Road, and you literally did um, wipe your feet yeah. as he came out the toilets. I mean, it, it was it was dire. Uh, but I loved Blackpool, and I love them even more now. Sorry, Luke, mate, but yeah, you're two 0 down to Blackpool, um, and uh, yeah. It's the FA Cup. You're not bothered with the FA Cup, are you? <laughs> yeah, much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. I think I, I think I think uh, um, Kalechi took his goal well. I just think you know deep down he probably knows that he'll still be on the subs bench come <laughs> come Tuesday. Um, and I just it it, it, it is frustrating. Um, now, Alan, you, you, I know you've seen this, but uh, let's just bring this up before we go on to the ratings. Um, he's gone for Mendy as man of his match. Yeah, I think Mendy showed us what he's always been fairly capable of when he's played for Leicester. Mm. And let's not forget, he's an African Cup of Nations winner as well. Very, yes. you know, recent as well. So it's not like he, he can't do it. Um, yeah, had a very solid game. I'd, I'd say you could probably make an argument for McAteer. Uh, you know, it was pivotal. All game did well. Um, pivotal in the goal. Um, I would have maybe put him, but I can totally see why Alan went with, Alan, uh, with um, Mendy there. Yeah, what I love about this game that we call football is the fact that you can have two people at the same game, both have picked different men of the match, man of the match, uh, given out man of the match was. I'm just looking because the the gentleman that does the report that said that said it there, Brian, I'm just having a look. He didn't go for, um, he didn't actually go. For the same Mendy, he went for. Um, he went for All Brighton. Uh, yeah, I mean, All Brighton was their professional all game. You know, he kept and he kept plugging away, he kept putting balls. You know, like I said, at one point he was having a contest of who get the most crosses in the forty-five minutes, let alone over ninety. Um, yeah, I think he had a good game. I, again, there was a, probably a few, and I, I would say. You could make an argument for all three of us. It'd be interesting to know what yeah. people in the comments think which one of us has got it right. Watch yeah. them all pick a different one. Put your put your man of the match in, in there, guys. Uh Gray, of course, I forgot your good lady is a Nottingham Forest uh fan. Or when I say good, your your other half is a Nottingham Forest fan. She can't be good if she's a Forest fan. Um apparently yeah. she's a little bit ape shit at the moment. So um whoops. You might want to get. You might want to ring the for a takeaway tonight, Gray. Uh, yeah. But, Pick your favourites as well, mate. Yes. Let us have a look. Uh, let's do this. Um, oops, I'm going to make you disappear there, but I'm going to bring you back in here. Let's have a look. Who you think? Um, well, you you do the ratings as to how you think each of them played, and we'll compare that to what. Um, the, the Jordan Blackwell from the Leicester Mercury uh, has said. Um, so, Everson in goal. Paul lad didn't have a lot to do, really, did he? Um, see, I'm going to give him a rate 
I, I, I've got a funny feeling he'll get a six. You know, what, I'm going to give him a six because what he didn't, what he very limited what he had to do, but he did it right. So that's what matters. Yes. Yeah, give him a six. He di he didn't make any errors. Um, no. Uh, after his early mistake, he did he did he did just fine, making a smart low stop early on and dealing with everything else that came his way, which was probably more difficult than it looked. Given the yeah, I mean the wind was bad there, wasn't it? The wind was yeah. Uh, in face, so it would have made it difficult for uh, defenders and goalkeepers. But he got a six as well. He got a six as well. Um, so you agreed on that one. Uh, Lewis Brunt on the right wing. Uh, yeah, I think it was fairly decent. It was really good to see, um, you know, because he was one of a, a handful of players that we've seen as well play that Rogers has talked about in it when you know when he first brought in Dewsbury Hall. Um, we've seen him a few times now. Uh, I'm going to give him a seven. It was a good yeah, test for him. I, I, I think him I would the first agree team. with you there. Yeah, I think he, you know, at least a seven. Can't argue with that. Uh, he got a six off Jordan, but I think he played very well. And, you know, yeah, he was putting he was putting those balls. And I've got to, let's be honest with you. It's, you know, with the wind as it was, to actually be able to kick those long balls into the box and actually get them into the box... I think was absolutely, you know, not spot on. I suppose it's obvious, but I think he was doing. I think he did very well, you know, because yeah. How and it's a test for him. Yeah. After how long have we been? You know, often have we been moaned, sort of not been able to sort of pass or get get the balls in. So actually, just getting the ball into the box, fair play to the guy. Um, yeah, exactly, and, and and you know. It was a test for him, you know, not just because it was a league opposition. Oh dear. Been... Sorry, oh it's, dear. It's not, oh it's not three nil, is it, Blackpool? It is. It's three nil. Oh, oh dear. Luke, Luke, oh dear, Luke, 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 Luke. Luke. Oh dear, mate. We'll set up a GoFundMe page. Don't worry, mate. I tell you what I'm gonna. I tell you what I'm gonna. You know, what I think we should do. Just in case, because so, of course I, I know a lot of people. Will be interested. Um, one second. There we go. Um, just, uh, just so people know, I think that's. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll set we'll set you up and go for dog. Come on now, stop. <laughs> oh dear. Right, um, Mr. Vestergaard. Steady enough. Um, does anyone want to take him now after that performance? Please send an email to lcfc.com. He did what he um, had to do, didn't he? Yeah, six. I mean, for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with that. Like I say, it wasn't like he was up against, you know, the best European strikers you know, out there. Um, but he, he could have very, very easily, you know, he could have had a nightmare. Well, yeah. I mean, he could have. And thankfully he didn't. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean... The problem is, and it'd be the same for Cags next, you know, the only issue I have with their performance was a bit clumsy at times, which, mm. you know, they could say, well, we haven't played, which is, you know, I'm probably being a bit overcritical, but 
Yeah, again, they didn't have all that much. And I'll tell you what, I have just seen that Blackpool goal for us on my laptop screen. And it's a thing of beauty. Throwing Forest people in the crowd. I mean, Blackpool are winning. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just see. I am just watching the uh, Orient goal against Doncaster, and that was that's a goal and a half as well. Hopefully, they might. I might be a bit behind you. Know, they might show it in a minute. Uh, Vestergaard six, um, and somebody gave him seven. Uh, Gray says I'm going into hiding. <laughs> I think it might be as well, mate. Have you got Have you got a pith helmet or something like that that you can put on? Yeah. Um, Vestergaard was given uh, five um, by Jordan Blackwell. He calmly he, he calmly dealt with difficult balls over the top, but his clearances were not effective. Whether he was attacking balls in the air or trying to boot up the pitch, he did make one important block just before the Inacho opener. I think we have to take into account the wind when you're looking at the Felice defenders, you know. Yeah, yeah, and again, match fitness. You know, they're yeah. not playing at all. So, um, yeah, um, it's one of them. And it's, I probably, I think, look, if these had been playing every week, I probably agree with Leicester, Mercator, so I probably would have given them both a five. But I am going to max percent about pairings uh, on this occasion. I'm going to give them a six because I just think they're a little bit scruffy at times. You know, if I, you know, I like to be uber critical. You know what I'm like. Yeah. Um, but they didn't so have to be dazzled. I think that's the best way to because it didn't have to be. As, you're not being as uber critical as Jordan is, though, because he gave Soyuncu a four. Of all the City did players, he to find it most did, difficult. Right. Did Mr Blackwell fall out of bed this morning? <laughs> yes. As someone's continuing the Grinch condition. More than he would have liked. But he did improve as the yeah. game went on. Jordan, I, I mean, mate, come on. Come on, I think that's been a bit unfair for. What would you say? I think you're just being uber critical, so you and not giving him the same benefit as you did for Vestergaard, mate. Mm. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, the red, the red mist, pardon the pun, Chris is showing. Help. <laughs> oh, you're on your own, mate. You married her. Great, run, man. <laughs> yeah, run. Just don't <laughs> say anything. Run. Yeah. If you're not in for the next games, then we'll report you to the police. <laughs> Get them around to check you. Um, and Dave says, I surely disagree with Jordan on that. Wrong person to give a four to. I think so. Static's back in. Hello, sir. How are you? Nice to see you again. Um, Hi, buddy. I just came quickly to say hello to both of you. Well done to Leicester. Thank you. I think it was nil-nil nil, nil, nil when you left the play, the uh, watch along, I think. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much, sir. Uh, appreciate that, and you take care of yourself. And uh, not sure who you've got or when you've got them, but when it comes to the league, you're doing well. You're doing well. Uh, yeah, fair play. Now the tangerine flares come out. Well, yeah, you got to give them that. I wonder what's going to be top of the news tonight. At the moment, I think it could be a Blackpool. To be honest with you, could be. Could be. Could, Could be. just be the way things are going. Yes, yes. I bet they were laughing when they. I bet. I bet they were laughing when they thought, "Oh, Leicester only just beat, you know, just beat Gillingham. At least we won't do that." You think? You think? You think your Forest fans would be laughing at Leicester? I think Hello. some of them would have, mate. There's a, there's a group of. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Ah, anyway. Mm. Um, he said, Chris, oh, it was actually 1 0, 89th minute just before I left earlier. I, to be honest with you, mate, at my age, everything blurs into one another. But thank you very much. Mum's the word, says Grey, currently behind the sofa. Best place to stay, mate. She'll pick that up and move it, mate. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, she turns into the Hulk. <laughs> Does she turn green at all? Um, all Brighton. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a seven. He just lives up to his name. Fair, always reliable when he plays. Always puts in a shift. Yeah, I mean, he made such a difference when he came on against Fulham. And it's like, oh, I'd almost be like, oh, I forgot about him. You know, he actually, yeah, can, can he's kind of taken on the role of Andy King, hasn't he? In the last few mm. seasons, he seems yeah. to surprisingly play and then disappears for about ten games. He does, but then, but then again, he's, he's hardly getting games, is he, at the moment? Let's be honest. But yeah. the thing when he did come on is that he again he brings Vardy back into the game, doesn't he? And you know, I've been very critical yeah. of Jamie Vardy, but you know, like you say, against Fulham, he had to he had to bring obviously on because of the injury uh, to, to, that, 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 that happened, but. I just I, I like him. I like him. Jordan gave him a six. He's he, I think he has got out of the bed the wrong side, hasn't he? You know. I don't know. I don't I don't know about this. I'd call him Ebenezer at this rate. <laughs> uh Papa Mende. Now he was um Alan's man of the match. Did you, what would you give him? I think, you know, if you're looking at one area of the pitch, we don't lack a player that can do a very good job for us and we have confidence in. It's that central defence in the field. Because Samare, Mendy and Didi, the way they've I've seen them play for us, you know, over time, I'm fairly calm with any of them in that position. I'm going to give Mendy a, a, a seven. I'm going to give him a seven. He was really, really good. I I was impressed with him. Yeah, he did. He did what he has to do without being spectacular. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I always like. I always think he can he can pass a ball better than Indeedy for me. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah. he got six again off Jordan. He was steady, keeping the ball ticking over with good accuracy, and not really uh, struggling. Uh, with the bobbly pitch, like many of his teammates, he committed a few fouls, but they were generally clever mm. ones. Um, but Arsenal have got Oxford. Um, I think you should. I think you should walk that, mate. I think you should walk that. Uh, seven out of ten from Scott for Mark. Seven for Gray. Um, and Sam Sturridge wanted by fans to start in the Premier League. He can't even score against. No disrespect, Blackpool with a dozen chances. Well, maybe that's why he's not being picked all the time. Um, breaking news: she's going to be, she's going to the mother-in-law's. Thank God. <laughs> you got away with that one, mate. You got away with that one. Uh, Mendy six and uh, Mendy six again. Um, Chris and Brad, before I go, what's your expectation on Leicester for the rest of the season in the Cup as well as the league? I'll, I'll let you go with this one, Brad, first. I take, right now, I'd take top 10 in the league. Um, and Look, we've got Newcastle, which is a little bit daunting, considering what they did to us on Boxing Day. And you'd imagine that Eddie Howe's going to want to try and get some wear in at Newcastle. So, 
it's not going to be like they're going to put out a weak side. But I wouldn't bemoan if you know if you can beat them. I don't know why we can't win the Carabao Cup. I take it. I take some silverware and finishing top ten this this year. I'm not as optimistic as you. Um, I, I wonder I, why. <laughs> I don't think we'll get past Newcastle, like you said, you know, and that's just on past performances. But this is football, and you know, it, it's the thing. The only thing is that Newcastle will see this as their best best chance to win silverware in well decades. Let's be honest. Yeah, and fair play to them, you know, as they're going to be putting a strong team out because they honestly, you know, have spoken to people and they honestly feel that they can do it. Um, FA Cup, to be honest with you, it depends on the draw. Uh, league, avoid relegation. Avoid being drawn into that dogfight. Uh, yeah. And I, I would take 10, 10 to 12, 10, 11, 12 around there. Uh, I think top 10 is probably a, 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 ahead of us. But, uh, but thanks for cheering us up, um, Static. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Tielemans. Mr. Tielemans. Six. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember him doing a lot, actually. No, to no. be honest with you, I'm going to give him a five. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be a little bit of a Grinch here. I'm going to give him a five because I, I don't think he did anything of note. Someone might correct me, but I I took I actually uh, I forget how many minutes he was into the game. We were, we were over half an hour into the game, and I turned to Doug and went, "Oh." Forgot Tielemans was playing. Literally, yeah, like that little effect on the game, and I totally agree with you on that. For me, a five as well. Um, um, Tielemans seven said Gray, eight said Scott. Um, really, you guys can have to tell me what he did genuinely, because to warrant an eight, Scott, I'd love to hear your reasoning why. Um, Maybe I missed something that I just didn't really. I took for granted. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that I sometimes. Watched it, and he was just wasn't at the races for me, you know. But hey ho, um, anytime I would love my questions were a good topic to talk about. Cheers, static. Uh, there I hope I'm beat. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> take care, take care, static. Take hey, care, mate. Good luck in the league, mate. I think I think you're going to win it personally. Uh, Tielemans since the World Cup has been gone missing four from Marcus there for Tielemans it, this is what I love about football like you say we've all watched the yeah, same you game love it, yeah. awesome. uh, I just I haven't got the sound on so I am sort of relying on um, you know the cameraman to sort of be able to, to say you know which Leicester player's got the ball and I just didn't see him do anything you know um, but uh, <laughs> Luke says, "All oh, good. Uh, enjoy your moment, and I'll enjoy mine next Saturday. We will see. We will see. Why okay. you're not going the game? <laughs> he's going. He's going. He's going to be a Leicester fan tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be a Leicester fan. <laughs> um, Casey McAteer. Uh I think he was brilliant. I don't think he let the occasion." to turn at all I mean played a massive part in the goal as I've already stated um, a few times today honestly um, 
didn't seem to really put a foot wrong, wrong, wrong at all. I'm trying to think of one now before I said that, but no, I can't think of a moment where we really had me worried. Was positive going forward. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him an eight because I felt out of him and Brunt, he probably stood out a little bit more for me. I think he warrants. No, that, that 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 is fine. Um, I mean, to me, those long balls that Brunt was pumping into the box, uh, he was he was winning his gut. He, he must have turned down the bus to gut to get onto the end of them and try and create something. And quite often he did, you know. Um, yeah. McIntyre nine out of ten says Scott. Uh, oh, Brad says Luke. McIntyre seven. Is that? I can hear something. Is that is that at your end? Yeah, yeah, it will be. Right. That's okay. No, no, that's fine. Um, McAtee nine says Scott. I feel like you played like played with the mind not to get injured. Not a bad reason, unfortunately. I was surprised he was picked with um, with Newcastle coming up, but um, but anyway, Jordan gave Casey a six. Now then, last time Perez played. He was actually picked as man of the match by um, Brian, who does the, the the reports. And I did, I did actually say you did. You know, that's not spell checked, is it? You did actually pick him. How much for this game? God loves a try, but he was, he was a, he was a five at best. I didn't really hear him. He loves to try. And you know, it's not a hatred I have against him, it's just my thoughts on his capabilities as a player. And I, yeah, I just don't like how he goes about playing football. Um, but yeah, five for me, you just a bit not there, really. Yeah, oh, that's fair enough. Well, Jordan gave him, well, he said there were moments of tidy dribbling. But otherwise, he was poor. His passes went out of play, and he seemed to go on a different wavelength to everybody else. And he committed a lot of fouls. He looked frustrated too. And he's given him a four. Wow. Um, Inacho. He gets a six, because he, not just because he scored, but... He's still clumsy on the ball as need. He don't. He looks like a baby giraffe sometimes when that ball's at his feet. But when it works, he gets shots away. I'm giving him a six though because I know I've just seen that pop up on mine. That's that's. Oh. Luke, 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 Luke. Um, I I don't know. I really, really don't know what. Viewers, um. <laughs> 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 apologize. I'm continue. Oh, Luke, I'm Paul, I don't know. I feel sorry for more Luke or Gray because his, his his Gray's mistress has just launched the telly at him. Oh, 
<laughs> probably, probably. Uh, hey, there's still three minutes to go yet, Luke. It could get, it could get worse. It could get worse. Um, games like this show me exactly why Perez needs to go. A man of reasonable quality with ball at his feet should have no excuses. But but to be this bad versus lower quality, yeah. I mean that was his chance to to like you say um, to shine. You know, if you can't shine against teams like this, you know, um, Perez made the most of the beating middles for five one. I know, I know. That's a that's a, that's a kind of shock. I think the more um, the more concerned about probably getting getting in the promotion places. Um, Forest can't, can't see the wood for the trees. Uh, laugh for all you like. Can't wait for the 40th. To be fair, Luke, and you know very, very well um, that if uh, if you beat us, that you will be laughing away on the watch along. You know it. So that's why we're getting hours in early. Luke, yeah. did you want to come on the preview, by the way? We're doing a preview on Thursday night, 9 o'clock. Let me know if you want to come on. Um, anyway, you gave sorry, you gave him uh Kelechi six, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Jordan gave him eight. Uh, City's match winner and their best player by a considerable margin. It took him into the second half to warm up, but he finished the chance excellently, held the ball up really well, and played several nice passes to teammates. I thought he was good, but to be totally honest with you, I'd, I'd have probably said seven, you know, so six or seven. I'd have probably gone between the pair of you, so I don't think you were miles off with that. But he didn't really, it took him, like, like John said, it took him a long time to get into the match. And you can't give yeah. somebody a just for scoring a goal. I'm sorry, you know. Um, and finally, because we're no. not bothered, I'm not going to bother with the substitute because they weren't really on to do much. Mr. Vards. I'm going to give him a five. I'm going to give him a five because although he got on the end of some passes, I think today really showed us where Vardy's at in his career in terms of he just... The age, unfortunately, has finally had to prove that he is human and not a machine. Um, a bit leggy, very low on confidence. You've seen some rush shots that he's had in games or he could have easily... Um, Backed himself a goal. He hasn't taken chances that we're used to seeing him. Well, you'd have bet, you'd, bet yeah. you'd have bet your mortgage on him scoring in seasons gone by. His cross come shot sort of thing that he had in the second half, where if he'd have gone for the pass instead, um, would have put Nacho in for a second goal. Wasn't a Vardy esque performance at all. So yeah, for me, it gets a five. Five. Exactly the same, exactly the same. Oh, Forrest has scored. Hey, get the bus parade out for the lads. <laughs> oh, they have scored. After, well, it's a consolation, but uh, here we go. How scary, Chris. <laughs> They're going out to the same scoreline that they beat us with. Mm, oh yes. Just try, I've sorry, missed it, mate. On it all now. Let's not forget a round earlier. I know, right? Yes, 
yeah. Um, yeah, so Jimmy Vardy, you talk about before he left the pitch, but uh, this was not his day. That sarcastic act was towards the Gillingham fans who have been giving him stick all game. We didn't get their last laugh as Turner saved his two big chances. But look, hey, we're in the box. Number 21, draws tomorrow night after the games. Um, I don't mind who we get. We're just, we're just still in it, and that is the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's all that matters. We we again we we've been pretty much saying that all show and that's all that really ever matters that we came through this unscathed. Clean yeah. sheet, won it, no injuries, touch wood, mm-hmm. no injuries for to report I mean, either. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, which is a nice change. So Newcastle yeah. at the weekend at uh, midweek, who knows? I know. Exactly, exactly. But look, you know, you take whatever you can get when when, when the look's going against you. It's over. Blackpool, full-time score. Blackpool, four. Nottingham Forest, one. Um, Brad, thank you very much, young man. Just remind people where they can find you. Uh, find me on Twitter, uh, at Full-Time Focus. It's all one word. There's no hyphen between the full and time. So, at Full-Time Focus. Uh, on Twitter. If you follow the YouTube link that's in my bio on there, it will take you to my YouTube channel, which is Top 10 Battles. Uh, picking up, starting and kicking off this new year with a football quiz once, if you like that sort of thing, we're doing a Top 10 football quiz. Um, so yeah, either follow me on Twitter and can do it that way, or it's down in this description, because this man is where you usually find me for football stuff with Chris. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I finally decided to host a host a quiz rather than take part in one, Brad. So <laughs> fingers crossed for him. He'll probably still get them wrong. <laughs> Brad, have a good one. That way I can win them. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I'd I'll speak to you next week. Take care, buddy. Take uh, sorry, mate. Take care. Cheers. Bye bye. I think he was having internet problems at the end there. Um, uh, yeah, please, please do, Scott. Thank you for that, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go through the full-time scores as they stand today. Um, so it was Crystal Palace. What? Oops, my chair has gone down. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you see, I've ate all the pies, and that's what happens. Um Crystal Palace 1, Southampton 2, Forest Green against Birmingham was proposed, postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. Gillingham 0, Leicester City (coughs) 1, Forest. Preston 3, Huddersfield 1, Reading 2, Watford 0. Tottenham Hotspur 1, Portsmouth 0. Blackpool 4, Nottingham Forest 1. I'll just repeat that. Blackpool 4, Nottingham Forest 1. Middlesbrough 1, Brighton and Hove Albion 5. Millwall 0, Sheffield United 2. And these rest of these scores are all latest scores as they stand at the moment. Uh, Borenwood 1, Accrington Stanley 1. Now that's now just become full-time. Um, so that's going to go for a replay at Accrington Stanley. Uh, AFC Bournemouth 2, Burnley 4, that's in the 91st minute. Chesterfield 3, West Bromwich Albion 2, 
That's in the 92nd minute. Uh, Fleetwood Town 2, Queen's Park Rangers 1 is in the 95th minute. Hull City 0, Fulham 2 is in the 94th minute. Ipswich Town 4, Rotherham United 1 in the 92nd. And also in the 94th, Shrewsbury Town 1, Sunderland 2. So they have come back. Who are they? Who are they? Uh, hope the chair doesn't go too far down, Chris. Before <laughs> you're shooting up, we'll know why. It's all right, just my luck. It's the only thing that has ever gone down on me. Um, yeah, Chris, just drop us a message. Yeah, that'd be brilliant, mate. Um, are you on on Twitter? Have I, do you follow me on Twitter, mate? Let me, I'll, I'll try and find you. I'll try and find you. Um, right, well, that's it. Uh, there's more matches to come. Liverpool are live tonight. I think they're on ITV, uh, if the truth be known. But look, guess what's coming up? Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Monday night, 7 o'clock. Hopefully we're going to have Rob Tanner on, talking all things transfers. Um Seven o'clock, and that will be followed by nine o'clock by um, a, a review show. Um, and then we're going to be back on Tuesday for the live watch along. So, guys, I will see you then Monday night. Rob Tanner talking, talking transfers. Take care, everybody. Thanks to everybody that has been uh, in, in the chat. Uh, and don't forget that if you want a bit of fun with the quiz. This is coming up very, very soon. Who wants to be a football heir? <laughs> it's fun. It's good. It's going to be. It's going to be absolutely a giggle. I'll tell you. Uh, and uh, what I've got to say, podcasts. Un- my, my head doesn't. My head does not compute this. Last year, in one year, uh, my podcast was downloaded forty-two thousand one hundred and seventy-two times. 42,171. I mean, how does that happen? I don't know. I do not know. 42,000. But I mean, it's like 155 a day. It, it's unbelievable. Um, we're available, Lester Till I Die, on Amazon, on your smart speaker. Uh, just ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. Uh, Spotify, um, Google, we're all, we're all, all the major platforms we are on. Um, just Google it. Just literally Google it. And I do believe we come up on, on the homepage. Uh, but like I say, totally. I know I know what you 42,172 people are thinking. <laughs> yeah, at least if we listen to him, we don't have to look at him. Thank you. So I'm going to be back Monday night. Look, we're through. We're in the pot. See what we get tomorrow. Might be back tomorrow night for the live draw. We will see. Um, night, Chris. Look forward to it, Rob Tanner. Yeah, I'm just going to go and try and arrange it now. Take care, all, says Gray. Um, uh, see you, ITV4, Chris, with Doug, and no trouble and strife. Yeah, <laughs> Put your feet up. Get a takeaway. Enjoy it, mate. <laughs> Gillingham nil, Leicester City won. We are through to the fourth round of the FA Cup. Um, well, let's hope we can go a bit further this year. Fingers crossed. I'll see you possibly tomorrow night, but definitely on Monday night. Uh, take care, all. Cheers now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. Lester Till I Die TV. They- Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.